That's right, folks. That's right. I am all by myself, your host here, Jeremy Brand. I figured I'd kick things off with a bit of a bang. We are simply going to go over the UFC 260 fight card and uh, shoot the shit a little bit on this episode of MMA Suck Alive. I believe we are episode number nine. And uh, yeah, I will be going over the UFC 260 fight card and a few news little tidbits as we get going. So if you're joining me now, then kick on over into the chat and and let me know how things are going. Let me know what you think of the UFC 260 fight card. But I'm going to share the screen here and just show you what we got going on. So the first fight of the night, as it says there, Jamie Malarkey takes on Kama Worthy. Very interesting matchup in the UFC lightweight division. Uh, Malarkey coming into this one on a two-fight skid. Tough, tough matchup for him against Kama Worthy, who is a beast inside the cage and is coming off a first-round TKO loss to Otman Azatar. Man, what do you say about this one? It's tough because these guys are heavy hitters. I hate to put anything past Kama Worthy because we know what he's done inside the cage, not just in the UFC, but outside the UFC as well. And then there's Malarkey, who is 12 and 4, and he's got quite the run on him as well prior to coming into the UFC. He was on a four-fight winning streak, and then he lost his two UFC fights. He was expected to fight a third time, but that fight got canceled, and now he's got Kama Worthy, who is known for his power. He's also got a great submission game. So diving into this one, who do I think takes it? I got to lean Kama Worthy in this one. Why? Just because he is that damn powerful. And we have a bit of an MMA sucker, like little little bond with him, I guess. Uh, a couple of our writers are uh, big, big Kama Worthy fans. So I guess we'll go with him in that first fight. If you're watching this, who are you taking for the Kama Worthy Jamie Malarkey fight? Because myself, it's Kama Worthy. Let's go into the next, car- next fight on this card. Uh... As we said, it's a pretty deep fight card. We've got flyweights, women's flyweights, Jillian Robertson against Miranda Maverick. <clears throat> this fight was expected to go down previously. Uh, finally got remade and uh, re-signed. These two will tussle inside the octagon at 260. They get a bit of a bigger showcase on their hands. The two females, 9 and 5, Canadian Jillian Robertson, she is not fighting out of Canada, though. She fights, I believe, out of ATT. Uh, Miranda Maverick, 10 and 2, coming in there. And this one should be fun, folks. Miranda Maverick, if you don't know who she is, you will after this fight, likely. she uh, She's on a 2, 4, 6 fight winning streak. She fought via, via doc- well, she won via doctor stoppage against Liana Juju at uh, UFC 254 in October. And that was the last time we saw her in the octagon. As I said, she was expected to fight against Jillian Robertson previously, but did not. And Jillian Robertson is coming off of a loss to Tyla Santos at UFC fight night in December. Ah, man, this is a fun fight. Again, as I said, the women are taking to the cage in the second fight on the pay-per-view. Who do I take? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. 
This is a tough one because my heart wants to say Robertson because she's Canadian, but you know what? I got to go Miranda Maverick in this one because this, the streak will be kept alive. I believe she's someone coming in there who wants to get the job done. She wants to prove she belongs in the UFC. And I think that this one is going to show you all that she does belong in the UFC. Next up on the fight card, we've got Sean O'Malley against Thomas Almeida. O'Malley is a guy who believes he's still undefeated. However, he lost his match, lost his last match to Chico Vare- Chico Marlin Vera. Um, it's a fight that is interesting. Because if you want to place an underdog bet, I noticed a few guys out there have played the underdog in this one, feeling like it might be a step up for O'Malley. And uh, Thomas Almeida might be able to get the job in there, done in there. And uh, yeah, it, it could be the day for Almeida. Is that what I'm thinking? No, I'm not. I think O'Malley has proved that he can get the job done inside the octagon when it needs to be done. Uh, The last fight, he injured his leg, and then he got pummeled by Marlon Vera inside the octagon. He got ground and pounded, uh, and he couldn't stand on that leg after it buckled. It could happen again, don't get me wrong, but he has shown that he's got a great submission game. He has shown that his distance management is very good, obviously, when he's not checking kicks. And he has shown that he's able to get the job done, not just on the ground, but on the feet. Now, Thomas Almeida is coming into this fight on a three-fight losing skid. He had two fights canceled amongst that skid. No slouches that he's lost to. Two decision losses and a TKO against Rob Font. Again, not a slouch. But this is a fight that Thomas Almeida needs to win. He could come in there and he could get the job done. He could finish the fight. In my mind, I do not think so. I think Sean O'Malley will get back on the horse. He will win this fight. He will finish this fight. He'll try to finish it early. If it doesn't happen in the first round, I figure he'll get done in the second round. So if that's a prop bet you want to make, Sean O'Malley in the distance, I think it's a good one to make. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see... O'Malley get the job done, and a few of the betting guys say, take O'Malley within the distance. My good buddy Dan Rose didn't join me today, man, but uh, he's saying go O'Malley. I believe that is the case. I think Sean O'Malley gets the job done inside the octagon at UFC 260. The next matchup on our hands is the evening's co-main event. We've got former champ Tyron Woodley taking on Vicente Luque. Man, this one is a very tough one for me to call. I've chat with Woodley in the past. I've seen him fight live. I was a giant fan of his. Still am a giant fan of his. I, As a media member, you don't want to say that you're a fan, but again, Woodley has made people fans in his fighting days because he's gone out there and he's gotten the job done. It's a tough fight against Vicente Luque. I know he said in interviews that he's not going to do what he did in the past and he's not going to let Tyron Woodley 
dictate the pace in this fight. Will we see the Tyron of old? He's riding a three-fight losing skid. Vicente is riding a two-fight winning streak. Both of those via stoppage. Now, if we see the Tyron Woodley that we saw over that skid, what will be the case? Vicente Luque will be getting his hand raised at the end of this fight. But if we see a Tyron Woodley that is putting all the work at training camp, his head is in the right place, and he wants to get the job done, this guy can knock out anyone inside the UFC welterweight division. Don't get me wrong on that. It's all depending on which Tyron Woodley enters the octagon on Saturday night. Again, another one where I believe Woodley is the betting underdog in this fight. If I'm looking at the odds, there's none up there right now. If I go to best fight odds, which I'm not going to do right now because I don't have the time, but I believe he is the underdog in this fight. Now, if he is, this is another one where you might want to bet on the dog because Woodley has a lot to lose in this fight if he goes to a four-fight losing skid, and Luke not as much. Now, he will move up the rankings if he wins a third in a row, but Woodley will lose a lot if he loses a fourth in a row. So I feel like he's going to bring the fire, and he's going to get the job done. Whether that's a boring fight or not, I think Tyron Woodley wins this fight. Mark my words on it. <laughs> Main event time. It is heavyweight championship. Stipe Miocic against Francis Ngannou. Now, this fight has some interesting factors into it. Ngannou, many say he's a different fighter than he was the first time they met. Maybe he is. We all know it takes one punch to get knocked out by Francis Ngannou. It takes one punch to hit the canvas by Francis Ngannou. It takes only one punch. Stipe withstood that in the first outing. He was able to dictate the pace. He was able to withstand everything. And he was able to keep the championship around his waist. Does that mean he's going to be able to do it again at this one? I don't know. But I will say this fight is being fought in a smaller octagon at the UFC apex so it only means you can only run for so long running is not something that Stipe tends to do but if Francis is in front of you and Francis lands a bomb then night night Stipe and we're going to hear and new UFC heavyweight champion I believe that's the way this fight's going to go down I think He's going to get close. I think he's going to touch him. And I think Stipe is going to hit the canvas. Francis Ngannou, by first round knockout, is my pick. You can hate on it all you want, but that's the way I'm going to break this one down. The smaller octagon is going to play a true difference maker in this fight. A few news tidbits I want to talk about before I let you guys go. I don't know if you guys agree with my picks there, but... Let me know if you don't in the comment section below over on the chat, whatever you want. I'll, I'll throw it up on the screen or I'll hit you back if you throw it in the chat on the YouTube channel. But some news, Misha Tate back inside the octagon, re-signs with the UFC and she fights Marion Renault in an interesting return. 
Many thought that Misha Tate was done or she would not re-sign with the UFC. I mean, she's got an executive rollover at one championship. Whether that is still the case, who the heck knows? But Misha Tate is back. That was some of the news from the week. What else did we have this week in news? Let's uh, head on over to MMASucker.com, share my screen, and uh, see what we got going on at MMASucker because we've got some goodies for you guys. We've got breakdowns from most of the fights. We've got one on TNT coming up next week. We had Brave CF49 today. We've got results for that. Uh, as I said, Misha Tate returning on July 17th. Very, very interesting. I had an interview with Martin Nguyen, who was the former 1-2 division champion. You can check out my long, long 1,200-plus word interview written up with him, or you can watch the video, which is in the same uh, article, and uh, you know, not read as much, but I'd appreciate you checking that out. I also had an interview today uh, over on the YouTube channel with Mandel Nalo, he fights at Bellator 255, a Canadian prospect who's been around since 2012, so you wouldn't necessarily consider him a prospect, but he hasn't had a ton of fights. Uh, but that's what we got going on. Combat Jiu-Jitsu went down this past weekend. We got Submission Underground this weekend, LFA this weekend, uh, Titan FC this weekend, and who's number one? Gordon Ryan returns to the mats on Friday night against Wagner Hosha. So uh, that's about it. That does it for me on MMA Suck Alive. That was our UFC 260 breakdown, short and sweet. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at JeremyBrand604, on Instagram at Jeremy underscore 604. Remember, check out manscaped.com and use the coupon code MMASucka for 20% off plus free shipping, and your balls will necessarily thank you. They will for sure thank you. They will smell better. They will look better. Not only your balls will thank you, but your partner in your life will thank you as well. That is manscaped.com, coupon code MMASucka for 20% off plus free shipping. Make sure you check out the website, MMASucka.com, and make sure you check us out on all platforms, on Twitter at MMASucka, on Facebook at MMASucka, and on Instagram at MMA underscore Sucka. So again, like I said off the hop, I was all by myself, and I'm signing off. I'm out.